Hi, you're listening to Ingridopedia, a food fight podcast, but we're not fighting with food, we're fighting about food. My name is Ben Birchall, and I'm joined by my co-host, Emily Naismith. Hi, Em. Hello. What came first, Ben? The chicken or the egg? Well, for us, it was egg. The egg. We did egg like... I think we're always talking about eggs, I feel like. Yeah, it's we true. We just talked about them in the vinegar episode. We did egg a while back. Brody Lancaster eats a lot of yeah. them. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, we, we haven't done chicken. And it's just such a big one. I know. And we did turkey before chicken. And chicken is the far superior bird. Yeah. Far more popular as well. That's true. We're really doing this whole podcast thing backwards. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. God. Let's get into chicken. All right. I know you like vinegar on your hot chips, Ben. Very much. And some salt. How do you feel about chicken salt on chips? It's what is there any other answer than amazing? <laughs> I know. Um, I love it too, but it was absent from my childhood. Like, I think I must have only got hot chips from the fish and chip shop, and that was just, like, not a thing there. We didn't really have, like, a chicken and yeah. chip shop. So I just kind of put salt and lemon on my chips until I was basically an adult, unless we went to Red Rooster, and then I noticed how delicious the chips were there. Uh-huh. The chip experience was incomparable, but I didn't know that it was chicken salt doing the heavy lifting. That's only something I learned as an adult, mm. like, like, really recently, actually. Yeah, okay. So late last year was like the first time I'd ever purchased chicken salt. And I feel like this is a big admission, but for the record, I've been making up for it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So before I get into my unhinged behavior regarding chicken salt in the past week, I wanted to share some chicken salt information that Mm. may blow your mind. Okay, It blew my mind. So I hope this kind of big buildup is kind of valid in the eyes of our listeners. Um, So anyway, prepare yourselves, listeners. Drum roll. Chicken salt doesn't actually have any chicken in it. Did Uh, you know that? I I had always kind of assumed that it did. Yeah. But now that you say it, it makes sense that it doesn't have chicken. It's vegan. Yeah, right. It's like... I thought it was like the flavor of chicken that you're putting on chips, and that's why it's called um, chicken salt. But the inventor of chicken salt, an Australian, Peter Brinkworth, says chicken salt was made as a condiment to flavor a cooked chicken. It had nothing to do with the flavor of chicken mm. in the chicken salt. So he had a chicken shop. Yeah. And he originally developed it in the 70s to like flavor his rotisserie gotcha. chicken. So, so it was salt for chicken, yeah. not salt from chicken. Yes. So it's got salt in it, paprika, onion, citric acid, garlic, rice flour, pepper, celery seeds, and something called chicken flavor, which is generally made from hydrolyzed vegetable protein. Right. And the best brand, according to everyone on the internet and me, is Mitani. What Mm. do you think about this? Uh, I think that is the original. Yeah. 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 Is it the best? Well, I mean... There's only like two in the supermarket. Okay, the other yeah. one's like home brand. So yeah. I assume, I assume. Um, so in the spirit of research and dedication to the podcast and for making up on lost time, this week I added chicken salt to every meal where I would normally <laughs> add regular salt. Good. Um, <laughs> this isn't like when I added MSG to everything, including a hot cross bar. No, because I didn't do sweet things because, yeah, because I why wouldn't would really. You? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I don't want to wreck things. <laughs> um, but... Uh, I'll call out a few highlights. Okay. Sweet potato chips, obviously. Yeah. Um, 
on peanut butter and tomato on like a VitaWeet, which is what I'm still obsessed with, <laughs> um, it actually made it taste like a packet of chips from the supermarket, mm, okay. like potato chips. It yeah. was really, really good. Stuff like buttered corn, obviously that's going to work. Roast cauliflower, salmon, it just all tasted so good. But then I tried it on a vegan chicken burger and it made it really taste like chicken yeah, as right. opposed to just like basically flavorless. And I don't want to admit that I eat this, but um, I actually really like them at the moment. But tinned peas, it tastes like you're eating hot chips. Tin- like they're what? so sweet and mushy. And then the chicken salt on top, I don't know, it was just delicious. I haven't had tinned peas in a long time. I haven't had them either, but Pat is obsessed with them. And then I'm like, I hate them. In Stop what context them, is he eating so them? Just like with any meal? Just as a snack. Yeah, right. Just on their own. <laughs> yeah. On their own. Yeah. Okay, maybe this is a thing that Pat's starting. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> or maybe we're just both unhinged. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it doesn't work when the flavours of the meal are already, like, really strong. Mm-hmm. Like, I tried it on a mushroom and telegio pizza and it was... Too much. Too, yeah, disgusting. Yeah. On, like, this DIY lunch I made with, like, fish sauce and sambal and um, mushrooms and stuff. It was just too confusing. Too much, it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I also tried it on porridge because I wanted as – like, sometimes I have white pepper and chili oil on porridge and it's nice. Oh, yeah, okay. But this was a bit – no. No, it didn't, okay. It didn't really okay, mesh. Sure. So, yeah, that's my chicken salt experiment. I'm going to I'm gonna um, keep it on the table because I really like adding it to everything. Sure. And, yeah, I recommend listeners also do the same. Like, just get rid of your normal salt. Side fact, I – in researching chicken this week, found out that – uh, KFC has chicken salt on the chips in Australia and nowhere else in the world. Wow. Everywhere else in the world just gets plain old salt. And so proportionally is KFC a lot more popular here than it is in the rest of the world? I don't think so. I think it's very, very popular in yeah, China. True. Massive in, in Japan. Yeah. Like it's it's what Japanese people eat And there's no Christmas. chicken salt on chips. No chicken salt. Very, very interesting. Mm. Well, let's see do, if I can... Do they have MSG on the chips, though? Because mm. I read that the the extra thing in the, like, Colonel's Secret Herbs and Spices is MSG, and that's what makes it taste good. Like, obviously. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Okay. The plot thickens. Mm. We'll have to do chicken part two. <laughs> uh, Emily, salt or no, I love chicken in all of its forms. Mm-hmm. Fried, roasted, grilled, on a barbecue, flattened, butterflied, ballantined, shredded into floss and deep fried and put on other fried chicken, which I had the other day. (laughs) Um, But there's one kind of chicken I can't abide, and that is canned chicken. Yeah. Have you had canned chicken before? I haven't had canned chicken. Um, You know of its existence? I do. I do. It's in your local supermarket. It is. I've seen it on the shelf and I've been a bit wary. It's worryingly close to the canned fish section. Yes. Um, I think they're trying to make it into canned fish. Yeah. And it's also in and around other canned meats. Mm. Um, As we discussed in our ham episode, um, spam is much loved throughout Asia and the Pacific, but I can find no such love for canned chicken. No, absolutely not. Um, and I think I, I was thinking about it and I was eating some of it. Um, oh, more God, more of that in a moment. Um, there's something about chicken suspended in water that's yes. just straight up wrong. Like tuna in water, that makes sense. Yeah. It's tuna. It comes from water. It goes back to water. Chicken in water, 
It's spring water. <laughs> Does that make it better? Why is no, it spring water? It's, it's, yeah. Like chicken is already quite bland. Yeah. And then with no other flavorings, I mean. And then when you add water, I just feel like the flavors just seep out into the water yeah. and make it even, yeah, so, would make it more bland. Yeah. And, and then that's... That's the canned chicken that we have in the supermarket. There's also, and, and you would have seen this on on the internet, like whole canned chickens yes. that you can get. Yeah, There's I have a, seen that. There was a famous article in Bon Appetit from like 2012 where someone found like a, you know, a 50-year-old whole canned chicken and ate it. And then uh, it's still available. There's a, a company called Sweet Sue who make canned whole chicken in the United States. Yeah, I tried to buy that. Um because I'm actually also looking into canned chicken for one of my facts. So mm. I'm, I'm not sure what you're going to do. Okay. But yeah, I, it was like if I wanted to import it, it was like at least $150 in shipping. I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm not. I'm not. It's not worth it because <laughs> as far as I can tell, that congealed mess only exists for intermittent internet lols. Yeah. Well, I mean, America is a big, wild It is place. a big, wild place. Maybe there are people that eat it. So anyway, not a fan of... of of canned chicken, but here at Ingredipedia, we're nothing if not open-minded. And maybe, just maybe, I haven't been using canned chicken right. Oh, no. And that's where I came across this article uh, on Pedestrian that I approach with scientific rigor. The title of the article is, I'm still emotionally recovering after watching a TikToker make pizza bases from canned chicken. Ben, no. Emily? What is wrong with you? There you are. What is wrong with you? Can you describe for the listeners what I've just handed you? You've handed me a slice of pizza, and if I didn't know better, Mm -hmm. I would eat it. But, Ben, the base is... the The base kind of looks... Mm, rubbery. <laughs> yeah, well, but like slightly, I mean, it's been reheated. It passes bread. I did have a, a glass of water in the um, in the microwave when I reheated <laughs> it for you. But and it's does it ready. Have barbecue sauce on it. Yeah, as well. so I've made you a barbecue <laughs> meat lovers pizza because no. you love that so much. So it's got pepperoni and ham oh. and barbecue sauce. <laughs> it reminds me of working late in advertising agencies and having to eat this and wanting yeah, to actually is, crawl up in a bowl. Yeah. So. Um, Sweeney Preston, the, the writer of, of the article, described it quite well. They said, it's rare to experience such a visceral reaction to watching a recipe vid on TikTok. Um, which is very true. Did and you make a video? T- I made a little bit. Um, take a bite and I'll tell you how okay. I made it. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank you to Jackie Hartlaub, uh, mm. who, who created... It tastes so chicken Low-carb state of mind. It was a TikTok page. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Like, it doesn't look like chicken as a full pizza slice, mm. but when you bite into it, that is very, like, spongy mm. and shreddy and mm. tastes like chicken, unfortunately. Well, I'll explain how I made it. So you take, well, they say a can of chicken, but I had to use three because it's... They're the they're mini quite, cans. They're mini cans. Mm. Three cans of Heinz shredded chicken in spring water. <laughs> half a cup of grated parmesan. Okay. And one egg. And then you mix mm. that together into a slurry. I think you could really only <laughs> describe it as a slurry. And then you, you put that on a sheet of baking paper and you just push it down with your bare hands. <laughs> just really get your hands in there. And it makes this kind of oh, gross. noise no, as you're do doing that. it. I didn't take a video of that because I had both hands in <laughs> both hands in the slurry. Thank God. Press that down. Um, this is at 10.30 last night, mind you. Um, press that down onto the baking paper. Blind bake that for, mm. well, I guess it's not blind baking. It's just you bake it. Yeah. Um, 
for 20 minutes. So it forms a, yeah. a real rubbery Gross. chickeny. And the chicken's already cooked, mind you. Yeah, and the chicken's already <laughs> cooked. And then you just add your favourite barbecue meat lovers. And cook it again. And you cook it again for like another 10, 10 minutes, 15 minutes to melt the cheese and heat it through. Yum. Thrice cooked. <laughs> Thrice chicken cooked pizza. chicken pizza. So, yeah, that's. Uh, and your review? I know you've been making a lot of pizzas of late. To be honest, the barbecue sauce redeems it. <laughs> and that is saying something. Because mm. well, it's quite salty. Mm. Like it's an egg, parmesan cheese and chicken. Yeah. Three of those things are qu- quite salty. Yeah. I mean, I kind of want to have another bite. <laughs> but I'm really, you owe really, it to our listeners. really, really hungry. <laughs> you owe it to our listeners. Okay. I'll have a bit with this pepperoni type thing. Mm, no, I got the crust. It's a no from me. Okay, well, it's official then. There is no acceptable way to eat canned chicken. Ben, I want to travel to the chip aisle again. We were there recently when we did the MSG episodes. Mm. We find ourselves back there now. We're browsing. Do you have a favourite chicken-flavoured item in the chip aisle? Um, like chips and biscuits? Oh, Chicken, like specifically chicken. I mean, I, I am partial to a uh, chicken. What are they? Honey chicken. So, so, honey so, chicken soy. Honey yeah, chicken soy the chip. Red rock deli ones. Yeah, my 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 parents buy them. Mm. They're a real kind of like uh, I'm home and mum's bought the chips kind of taste yeah. to them. They're a bit they're a bit homey. Yeah, they're good. I have a confession to make. Um, it's something I actually haven't admitted publicly since being an adult. Wow. So I'm very nervous. Yeah. But um, it's a safe space. <laughs> just going to come out and say it, okay? Chicken twisties are my preferred flavour of twisties. Ooh, shh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like them better than cheese. <laughs> hold on, I'm just off mic, just processing. Um, better than cheese. Yeah. I remember telling someone in primary school one day, like I got them from. It wasn't the canteen, but maybe it was like the swimming vending machine or something and they ridiculed me and that's when i learned that you don't admit your love for chicken twisties in public yeah yeah i mean but i guess they still exist so people must eat exactly and i'm sure a lot of people buy them it's just that you can't really find who they are on the internet because (laughs) there's so much hate for them Um, is there hate for them yeah yeah like on reddit ambivalence but there's actual hate yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, on Reddit, where there's already a lot of hate, but yeah. um, <laughs> there's like a cheese versus chicken thread and people say like, when someone says they prefer chicken twisties, I assume all sorts of other weird things about them. Like they keep a pet ferret, have a supply of reusable cloths next to their toilet instead of toilet paper, <laughs> and sleep in a hammock to the sound of Himalayan throat singing. <laughs> They're and angry. Two out of three for you. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, other people say, like, when I was a kid, I had a bag of chicken twisties that tasted like soap. Can't even look at them without remembering that horrid taste. Mm. Never met anyone who likes chicken twisties. Didn't even know they still made them. You can use chicken twisties as soup stock because that's what it tastes like. Put a pin in that. Yeah. Want to try that this week. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to do it. I was like, well, is this, is this what we're doing? Okay. <laughs> so basically. That, and they're not wrong, by the way. It is yeah, like eating exactly. a crunchy stock cube. And which what's is, wrong with that? Okay, I'm going to maybe revisit them. <laughs> maybe I haven't had them since 1985. Yeah. So at the time when I got that hate, um, I thought there must be something wrong with me if I like chicken twisties. And so like I buried that part of myself when I told myself that I prefer cheese twisties and I do like cheese twisties. I love them. 
But there's something special about chicken twisties. They're a real mood. Yeah. So I've got both types of twisties here. I haven't had twisties in probably more than a year. And I definitely haven't paid for chicken twisties in over five years. Slash, I probably haven't even had them. So I need to check that I'm still a chicken twisties gal. Okay. So we'll try cheese first. Cheese first. As our base. That's the control. Yep. Um, <clears throat> there you go. Thank you. Cheese twisties are very good. Yeah. Twisties. Yes. They're an Australian thing. Yeah. And there's a European version called Fonzies. Yeah. From memory. But they're not a worldwide. They're well, not they're a really big in Asia. Right. Um, there's lots of cool flavors there. Okay. And I've had like a tomato-y type flavor, I think, in Malaysia. Oh, yeah. That was really good. That's ringing a bell. I think I might have had yeah. them growing up as a kid. Um, but, yeah, there's lots and lots of flavors out there. But in regular supermarkets here, you only really get these two and like a zigzag one. But I'm like, that's not a twisty. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and then there was the um, the, the spicy ones that Paulie V That's true. used to have. But that was pre when I liked spicy things. Sure, so sure. I've never tried that. Okay. All right, chicken. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited about so, this. These just make me so happy. Colours, just like a, they're a lemony colour. They're not yeah. It's a green tinge. They're really good. Really good. And for, for a one twisty, one or two twisties, mm. I prefer them. But I'm thinking maybe you can't do a whole bag of chicken twisties. <laughs> See, I don't find them. I find them dry. I find them cardboardy in a way that cheese aren't. And I don't know whether I think that's... they're sweeter. Um, I've got to say, I'm, no. And they actually have chicken in them. They've got chicken fat in them. Okay. Well, they should be fattier. I feel like there's something kind of greasier and fattier and more. Yeah. They've satisfying about the cheese. Let's see if the cheese ones have sugar. Oh, yeah. They don't. So I think these mm. are sweet. So they probably appeal to me as like a child as well. Yeah. No, I'm going to stick with cheese as mm. my preferred. I just really like chicken twisties. Okay. Like right. I think I could actually eat the whole bag. I retract that statement. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I guess we agree to disagree. Yeah. It is a food fight podcast so well yeah well i mean if anybody's with me on chicken twisties i i need your vote because i'm oh. fairly sure i'm going to be in the minority here <laughs> <laughs> ah, finally might win an episode <laughs> okay em let's stay in the chip aisle mm-hmm. i've got a pack of chips here okay and tell me oh, red rooster chips this is interesting i haven't, them. I haven't, I haven't seen had these, these. Yet. so I these spent a lot are, of time in the chip aisle too these are smith's Taste icons. Red Rooster Red's Fried Chicken Burger flavoured Smith's Chips. Okay. They're okay. Yeah. Are they chickeny though? To me, they kind of taste barbecue-y. They're, to me, they're a cross between sour cream and onion and barbecue. Yeah, true. Which I'm pretty sure that's all chips are. <laughs> yeah. But they're not unpleasant. No. I um, prefer the Red Rooster Burger. There's also like a Subway one and a Mad Mix um, it's a it's a li- limited edition connect collection that's yeah. just come out. So my question to you is, why would a chicken company go to all the trouble of partnering with a chip company to make a chip flavour that's maybe not even particularly chickeny? Hmm. So people think about eating Red Rooster when they're at the supermarket. Mm, maybe. Go there after. Maybe. 
Or maybe it's because they're desperate to prove <laughs> that they are a legitimate chicken chain and not a front for something shady. That is so true, and I agree with you. <laughs> no one, no one, no one ever, ever goes to my local Red Rooster. Well, I've never seen anyone in the car park. You are not on your own there. <laughs> um, there is a conspiracy theory that came out on uh, the, the unholy alliance of Reddit and TikTok mm. in 2021, where countless TikTokers were posting evidence of empty Red Roosters and asking the question, how does Red Rooster stay in business or are they a money laundering chain? So it became a meme. Uh, this is from a, a story on a news website called Year 13. Uh, so, yeah, uh, they, they, they show a couple of the, the memes. I'll, I'll We've got a one. customer. Get ready, get ready. Hello. Hi. Um, KFC is actually across the road. I don't know if you came here by accident. Just double checking. Nah, I wanted to eat Red Rooster, mate. Oh, my God. My heart, man. So can I place an order? Yeah. Go for it. Can I get a mega ripper box and a sweet and sour sauce? Take five sweet and sour sauces. Anything for a customer that comes here. Also, can I get a pineapple fritter? Pineapple fritter. Oh my God, we actually do sell them. Sorry, man. I haven't sold one since 2014, back in my first shift. So pineapple, f yeah, pineapple fritter, you sure? Yeah, okay, sweet. That's all, mate. Yeah, did you want to eat it inside? 20 out of the 20 tables are actually free right now. You came out of the time. Sure, perfect. I love that guy on TikTok. Yeah. I have seen that. It's yeah. really good. So that's Jay Chabs on uh, on TikTok. Um, but yeah, this this is from the article on Year 13. Be behind all the jokes, there is a little truth, that there's a general consensus that Red Rooster kind of sucks. Don't quote me, they're not my words, just the majorities. So if that's the case, how are they still operating amongst their thriving fast food competitors? So yeah, they've done a sort of conspiracy theory. Uh, there was a um, a TikToker called Alright Hay who went and went around and, and like searched through Red Rooster stores and also their head office, asking like with a megaphone, asking who was getting a salary from them. <laughs> but there was also a response from Red Rooster. So to their credit, Red Rooster didn't hide under a rock. They actually they actually found like actual customers. <laughs> <laughs> and they used the uh, they yeah they they posted pieces like more proof that our stores are filled with customers, not a paid actor. And you know they just like, just went out with their smartphone and filmed people in their stores. Um, I've been going to Red Rocket uh, uh, Red Red Rooster for like fifty years. I'm 50 sure years they're now. paid actors though. I love Red Rooster. I really like Red Rooster. I like the uh, chicken that they make over there. I like the I like the chips. The I like the yellow chips that they do. I I, I eat this all of the time anyway. It's uh. So that's I'm a man. sorry. They're paid actors. I mean, that's a man in a in a Red Rooster onesie, um, <laughs> or in a uh, what's uh, not a onesie? What are those? Woodies. Um, Woody. A Red Rooster Woody. Yeah, in this article, they claim their sat satirical response videos have single-handedly destroyed these claims. Uh, r r roasted paid actors look, we'll never know, but it's a quality marketing tactic. Do you think that? Do you think it is a good marketing tactic though? Because just going back to Twisties for a second, Twisties do the same thing on TikTok. Like they, 
like they play up the fact that nobody likes chicken twisties. Oh, right. But that just only reinforces the fact that, I don't know, I don't know if it's clever or dumb. I Well, they're still open. Yeah. <laughs> so either... I just bought some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, they're, they're partnering with Smiths. They're, I, I did a little search. They're, they're sponsoring football teams. They're really out there spending. Which so, football team? Uh, Adelaide. Oh, God. Um, let, me, let me just check that. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Red Rooster money laundering comes up when I in my Google search, but uh, it was oh sorry St Kilda. Okay, yeah. Well, they're like on top of the ladder. They are. So yeah, (laughs) I mean, maybe chicken subs are what footballers need to to absolutely dominate. Maybe if if um, Christian Petrarca was more interested in chicken and then and and less about barbecue. Christian Petrarca is perfect. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Leave Christian Petrarca alone. Okay, yeah. fair, fair, fair. But uh, yeah, remains to be seen. Is it? A, it's either they're spending a lot on marketing, or they need to spend a lot on marketing mm, to yes. launder more yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I have a friend who used to work at Red Rooster mm-hmm. when we were in high school, and she certainly did hardly any work. <laughs> <laughs> had lots of time for other fun things. I think there's something <laughs> to it. Um, stick on it, TikTokers. Thank you. Then on Ingredipedia Bites, our little interview series mm. that comes out every other week, we often ask people what their favourite thing to eat out of the can or tin is. Yes. What's yours? Uh, anchovies. Yeah, same. But don't you think it's interesting that no one ever says chicken? Nobody's ever, nobody has said chicken and nobody ever will say chicken. Amen. So I know you've already delved into tinned oh, you've chicken got some. a little bit. I've got oh, some. Oh, I'm getting reflux. <laughs> I'm getting PTSD well, from last night. As if you said you'd buy this. You said you've bought it before and eat it. No. Didn't you? No. Oh. I never said that. I thought, really? It says <laughs> no. good source of protein. Are you sure? I mean, I am swole. I guess that's why you're confused. (laughs) So, yes, as you said, there's a chicken section in the canned food aisle. So It it is a random little collection of cans. So there's like like corned beef and spam. and Mm, But it's even random within the chicken flavoring. So there's chicken and spring water, which is what I have here. (laughs) Then there's chicken and mayonnaise. Yeah, better. Mustard mayonnaise. Yeah. Teriyaki. No. Sweet chili. No. No. So for some reason, despite just eating your pizza and feeling disgusted, yet I went back for another bite. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> can I just say, you, when the mics were off, you'd had another bite. Uh, of can it. I just say, I am very, very, very <laughs> hungry at the moment. Anyway, for some reason, I feel compelled to try this for the podcast because I'm never going to buy it just on my own accord no. and eat it. But no. I mean, for content, maybe I will. So, I wanted to buy the spring water one to get the base experience um, before branching out. So, firstly, can I say I don't know how it works. Like, isn't cooked chicken supposed to not be at room temperature for, like, an hour, Mm. let alone a month? But, I mean, that's the the beauty of the canning process. I don't understand it. I mean, you couldn't have tuna not at room temperature either. Yeah, or but spam. that's tuna. Yeah, but that's spam. This is chicken. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit like no, it does feel it's a bit wrong. more germy. Uh, what about tin prawns? There, that exists. Mm. 
I'm you know, keen those for little them. tiny, tiny Pick little tinned oysters. I like that. Yeah, well, they're smoked. Yeah, true. Mm. Like, well, this isn't raw. No, it's cooked. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah, it's the canning process. Okay. It's like removing all the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, they've got a serving suggestion on here, which seems to be like. There's no description of it, but it just says serving suggestion. And it's got like a picture of like rye bread and it looks like pesto, the tin chicken, and then some raw capsicum, <laughs> which is... Wait, is it red or green? Depressing red. Oh, well, at least it's red. Yeah. Um, and then on the website, on like the Woolworths website, it says succulent chicken breast infused with tantalizing ingredients. Delicious for any meal or snack. So let's see the tantalizing but ingredients. That's, that's just... Straight up not true. Exactly. Like, are you tantalized right now? I'm not. Cooked chicken breast, uh, spring water, thickener, sunflower oil, sugar. Which one of those is tantalizing? The thickener, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's try it. Uh, Did you try it last night when you were? Yeah, I had a little. But it was like when I made that um, the liverwurst pineapple. Oh, no. It's just... <laughs> it's so... Um, it's not a good thing. White and like... Gel- I did, it kind of looks jelly I did that thing where I was tempted cat to... Cat food. Lick- yeah. Yes, it is cat food. I, yeah, I did that thing last night when I was making my pizza base where I was tempted to lick my fingers because I had food <laughs> on them. But the food was... Yeah. Canned chicken, raw egg and oh, parmesan. Oh, yeah. No, that's not going to be... Yeah, oh, thank you. Okay. You're handing me a fork. Excellent. What are we doing with this? I'll just put some on a plate for oh, you. Oh, don't put it on a plate. That makes it so much wo- Oh, God. <laughs> oh. All right. Oh. And the congealed juice. Yeah. Oh. Why is it like that? Is this the thickener? <sighs> oh, I think, I mean, it's the fat <laughs> content of the... I'm just going to take a photo before I eat it. It's, oh, it's really catching the... the con- oh, man. No. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, at least sometimes you, like, make a jelly with tuna in it and it's lime-flavoured, but, you know, there's some love that's gone into yeah, that. There's no love in it. Oh, <laughs> do I have... Okay. Oh, it's pink. Oh. Mm, it's actually a lot better in the form of a pizza. It's so stringy. Mm, it's, just, <laughs> it's not good. It's not, it's Would not, not feed this to a cat. And, it's yeah, not, it's pink in the middle. Yeah. It just and it's suspended in spring water. I mean, what? Yeah, it it tastes like I'm getting hydrated. I guess that's a plus. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what athletes should have at like halftime of yeah. the football, just like a tin of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Petrarca would say no. <laughs> oh, can I take us somewhere less disgusting? Please, please. <laughs> okay, let's wash. Let's wash. That the thought of canned chicken out of our out of our mouths. One thing I love about chicken is fried chicken. Mm, yes. And one thing I love about fried chicken is that there are so many different cuisines and countries and states within countries and cities within states that have their own variation on fried chicken. I've got here. This is mint condition, or it was until I. Mm. highlighted it the chicken issue of lucky peach magazine r.i.p that one too mm. and i love how you've Spring got the little 2017 post-it notes hanging out the side i just put them in because i'm gonna take you on a little walk i'm gonna take you on a world tour of fried chicken amazing i'm just gonna pause i'm gonna put a plain noise in here 
So this is an article called Fried Chicken of the World by Emily Johnson. Emily Johnson's edited it. There's a whole bunch of different people who've written it. And it really does highlight, um, you know, I I knew about a lot of different global fried chickens. The first one, I am Gordang from Indonesia. And I I wasn't joking. I did eat some on the weekend um, at uh, a really great Indonesian restaurant called Pondok Nasi Bakar in Geelong. And uh, they do a a surabaya fried chicken and fried duck. Um, And so they talk about it in, in, in this, under Indonesia, there's a lot of different uh, Asian fried chicken. Singapore has uh, Ha Chong Gai. Vietnam has Gai Chien. But I am Goreng from the city of Jogjakarta. Uh, their deluxe version of fried chicken, a twice-cooked bird that's served mounded with spiced crispy bits, claims particularly widespread appeal. Eaten from early morning until late at night. God bless the Indonesian people. The dish is typically part of a meal that includes white rice, lalapan, which is raw vegetables like sliced cucumbers and tomatoes, and a fiery sambal trasi, which is a shrimp paste. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd um, have that for breakfast. Palm sugar and chilies pounded together. Um, so that's the Indonesian version. God bless it. I didn't really, I've never been to Japan. Mm. You've been yeah. a bunch of times. Uh, konbini chicken, convenience store chicken. Yeah, yeah. Everything so, from a convenience store. Yeah, so it's just like... Every convenience store fries its own chicken, and mm. they've all got slightly different. So Seven Eleven has has fried yeah. chicken, um, and uh, so yeah, Lawson is uh, what uh, Ki Byung Kyun is a Korean American writer living in Japan who's written this section of the article. Says Lawson's is the best. Mm. Lawson's is the best. Just full stop. But my yes. um, my friend uh, Paul and uh, Paul, if you're listening, and I know your wife Nina listens religiously to Ingridopedia. He bought a Japanese convenience store. He's got a, a tour, tour, like not as a convenience store, it's, he's turned it into a bar. He's, oh. got, a, he's got like a, a skiing, uh, White Room Tours, if anybody is skiing in Japan. <laughs> look up Paul at White Room Tours. Um, uh, cha-ching, cha-ching. Uh, he bought a convenience store, a decommissioned 7-Eleven. That's so cool. Uh, to turn into a bar and, and they're sort of offices for his, his tour company. And he said that the wall behind the deep fryer was like this kind of beige color and he was like oh i could live with that color and then they, then they washed it and realized that it was a white wall oh. <laughs> before the deep fryer had got to it worth it so a convenience store chicken in japan and obviously there's other there's um also um karaage yeah and, yum um, tatsuage which is delicious uh, uh karaage means literally tang fried which mm. makes a lot of sense it's tangy fried chicken um korean fried chicken there's apparently this is uh cory lee who's a uh a, a chef in san francisco he said there's two different kinds of korean fried chicken first there's tong duck which is the original fried chicken it's traditionally dredged in sweetly seasoned rice flour but other than that it's just plain fried chicken served with radish pickles the newer version which i guess what we would know as korean fried chicken the very 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 crisp double fried wings often lacquered in some kind of sauce that only dates back to um the early 90s in seoul yeah that real kind of sweet lathered in delicious oh god I'm why don't you bring why don't you bring any of this i brought in? a magazine yeah. um okay so yeah kenya <laughs> kenyan chicken and chips uh where else do you want to go what about america we'll go there eventually but let's go to uh ukraine okay I talk about this chicken kiev True. Um, which is yeah despite its name uh it actually has its roots in france where in the 1840s, chefs to the Russian royalty travelled for inspiration and saw a version of the dish being made with veal. 
They returned home and started making it with chicken, which was cheaper and easier to find. And they called the imported dish Mikhailovska cutlet, and it was only served in fancy dining rooms. In the US, when influxes of immigrants from the Soviet Union arrived, New York restaurants like the Russian Tea Room began, began serving the dish with a new name, Chicken Kiev. In the classic dish, a chicken cutlet is pounded down, coated in egg and breadcrumbs, rolled up around a filling of butter and herbs and pan fried. I have a friend who, when we were in high school, basically only ate chicken Kiev for dinner. Respect. Uh, I always feel like it's like a... Um, agro brand INJ Chicken Kiev would yeah. be the only one that anybody would ever eat. Yeah. Agro- I don't think you'd ever make it. Is the agro yourself. brand still around? I don't know what you're talking about. I think that might have been a 1960s thing. <laughs> well, definitely <laughs> in the 1990s, there was agro brand like INJ fish fingers and deep fried. I think you as in As in the cut. Uh, the, like the, the puppet. Wow. The little, the puppet. The, the, the slightly yeah. problematic puppet. Do you know one day my artwork was in the agro magazine? Well, I think you should know about his range of chicken Kiev and Cordon Bleu. I know, I know. Uh, Brazil, there's Frango a Passarino, which is, um, yeah, little little fried sort of nuggety bits. I will end the uh, fried chicken world tour. We're going to pass through Kentucky. We've talked about KFC. Let's, let's go to Nashville. Nashville hot chicken. It was famously invented in the restaurant Prince's in Nashville in the 1930s. The irresistible but apocryphal legend is that the dish was conceived as punishment for infidelity. After realising her boyfriend was out late philandering, Thornton Prince's unnamed girlfriend attempted to burn his mouth off by dumping copious amounts of spice on his Sunday morning chicken. The plan backfired as Prince loved the chicken and perfected the recipe for his eventual restaurant. Mm. And Prince's still serves hot chicken. Um, there is a, a Nashville hot chicken chain in Melbourne. Uh, well, I guess they're around Australia. Bell's Hot Chicken. Yeah, I was going to ask if that's Nashville. That's but yeah, Nashville. I remember burning my absolute yeah. mouth off there yeah. Yeah. when we had the yeah. extreme one. I think I was. Yeah, I think we went out yeah. with a bunch of bunch of, uh, of of work friends, and it's it's really hot. I was like crying. I had to ask the bartender. I like ran up to the bar and asked him for some milk, and he gave me a little thing of ice cream, which was. Amazing. That was nice of me. But, yeah, Well, if we're going to end our world tour there, um, and I'll just hang on, I'll just pause for a minute, plane landing sound. Yeah. Um, Then uh, just be careful of how hot the Nashville chicken is. Okay, so what did we talk about? I spoke about putting chicken salt on everything. I stood up for chicken twisties and then I tried, unfortunately, canned chicken. And I made pizza bases out of canned chicken. Oh, man. What are we doing? <laughs> like, why do people listen to this? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Is it because they like food? Because <laughs> I think we're just not. ruining it for them. Yeah. I feel like there's n- we're not going to get a lot of sponsors on this <laughs> on this episode. I apologize for anyone. Unless it's uh, who, has who makes it. this? Oh, Woolworths. Woolworths, yeah. Woolworths, yeah. <laughs> don't sponsor us. Um, yeah, sorry. Uh, where were we? And then I talked about the Red Rooster conspiracy mm. and then took took us on a world tour of fried chicken. Mm, without actually eating any fried chicken. Yeah, sorry about that. Noted. So you can vote for who you thought was the most interesting on our Instagram. We're at Ingridopedia. See you next time. Thanks for having us.